This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 12 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Now listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be Financially Tuned. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield. With me, my good friend, my co-host here, Tony Shore. Tony, as always, 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 thanks for joining and being a part of the party. We've got a good topic today. We're going to be talking about some common misconceptions and some myths associated with social security. What do you think, Tony? Exciting? Interesting. Very <laughs> interesting. I, I wouldn't use the, did you say exciting? <laughs> I don't know if I'd use the word exciting, but it is, I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there and I know that you're going to set us straight and you've been dealing, helping people um, strategize and plan their social security benefits to maximize them. So this is going to be a helpful discussion for sure. And of course, Mike, I know you'll make it exciting. You always, uh, you always manage to find a way, whether it's taxes or social security always, or why chickens hate snowblowers, <laughs> you make it exciting. I appreciate that. So how you been, man? Oh, I've been good. Uh, better now that I'm on the radio again with you. I love the show every week. I love doing this. It's I appreciate like that. Highlight of my week. You know that. Yeah. Oh, I like it too. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. And I know that uh, you love hearing from our listeners and you have that special offer where they can call you up and you'll meet with them. No charge. You'll give them a complimentary consultation. Uh, they get one complimentary consultation. If they mention the radio show and you'll run some reports for them. And all that good stuff, right? You got it. And I'm even throwing the book on top. So ah, anybody that gives us a call, you can't forget about the book. But yeah, if you give our office a call and set up a complimentary consultation, I'll give you a copy of my my new book that came out last fall, How Your Financial Planner Failed You, which is a just a <laughs> guide, a very specific template on proper retirement income planning. Heck, it talks about Social Security, which is our topic today. So maybe we should just jump right into it, my friend. Well, yeah, let's do that. Uh, what are you going to tell us about Social Security? You're going to talk about some myths. Uh, I'm how sure you've heard it, all. it is. Yeah, yeah, you've heard it all, uh, I'm sure, regarding Social Security and what people think and their ideas, right? Well, it was funny. We just did some seminars this week. So we just got done doing Social Security seminars. And so we do those down at the Ventura Adult Education Center. We get a lot of people out there. It's an hour and a half long of no jokes, <clears throat> no frills, social security, boom, 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 boom. We don't bait and switch you. We don't talk about other stuff. It really is heavy duty social security planning. And it's kind of cool because I feel like we live in this age. It's sad that every time I do a social security seminar, Tony, people come up to me afterwards and says, and they say, Hey, thanks for talking about what you said you'd talk about. Oh no! They're used to going to these things and not hearing about what right, they came right, to hear. You know, the, the the typical social security seminar goes something like, you know, fifteen minutes about social security, thirty minutes on why the stock market's scary, fifteen minutes on why you should buy an annuity. Um, we don't do that. We actually help you understand social security. Remember, 
Social security for most retirees is their primary external asset class. So it's huge. And when I say external asset class, see, people always think about saving their money. I got to save my money. Last week or a week or two ago, Tony, you and I were talking about, you know, your million dollar nest egg. Um, but when you have money, all that re retirement is when you have money is, is it shifting money from your back pocket to your front pocket? You know, that's what right. happens. It's called living on your savings. That's interesting. And that requires conversation and thought and analysis. But to me, external things that are coming in from the world are 10 times more powerful. Having social security, having a pension, having a rental property, having something that's feeding you some dough so you're not just taking it out of your back pocket and putting it in your front pocket is huge. So that's why I am the world's biggest advocate of squeezing the most out of social security. Because for many people, this is your core external asset class. It's huge. So to that point, let's kind of get into it a little bit. You know, social security is, is an interesting thing. Um, there's an article recently came out. I have the article sitting in front of me. I just thought it was entertaining because, like I said, I do these seminars. I talk about Social Security, and, and here's these articles that reinforce things. You know, I'm going to add a, a, a myth about Social Security planning that, that people don't think about. So the title of this article, though, is Believing These Social Security Myths Could Make You Poorer in Retirement. Now, how warm and fuzzy is that, Tony? Make, huh. Making you feel good? Yeah, make, I feel Ooh. better already. Already. Jeez Louise, man. The, um, but look, step one, social security is something that you need to understand and make an informed decision about. See, people are very emotional and they're especially emotional when it comes to something they don't really understand. Hey, I'm going to use my gut. My gut feeling tells me to do this now. Well, you know, oftentimes that's because all you have to rely on is your gut. You don't really understand any other aspect of the decision. And so we don't want to just use our gut when filing for social security. We want to understand the facts. We want to understand the data. Tony, if you had to be a guessing man, well, let's, let's take a step back. What's the earliest you can file for social security, Tony? Any ideas? Yeah, because you've told me, you've mentioned it on the show before. It's age 62. Bada bing, bada boom, my friend. You are good. At least you've been listening over the years. So look, you could run out and take early social security. Okay, Tony, another quiz question. Sure. Do you have roughly any idea of what percentage of people run out and take social security at 62? Absolutely not uh, aware of an exact number, but I know you've mentioned yeah, just, it before and I know it's huge. Like, yeah. I don't know, 75% or something. Not like that. quite, but it's in the 60 percentile. It's a lot. It's the majority of people. Right. You run out and take it soon. So all your friends, all your people, everyone you know, your peers, what do they do? They run out and take it early. Now, why do they do that? Well, commonly- Because they're un unaware that if they waited until their full retirement age over their lifetime, they would make tens of thousands of dollars more, even over $100,000 more over their lifetime. Is that- Well, that's totally spot on, but there's other, there's other emotional reasons too. I mean, one big reason is- well, Social Security is not going to be here forever, so I better just take it. Oh, sure. You know, and that's its own debate. I mean, the reality is Social Security has some hiccups. It needs to change. I mean, even if you read your statement, it says something like in 2034, they would have to do a mandatory 25% pay cut, but then there'd be enough funding to last to the end of the century. Now, nobody's waiting to 2034 to see what happens. 
what's going to happen is things that are already, I'd say, evolving now. Um, in 2015, the government cut out a bunch of alternative claiming strategies that were very attractive that refirmed up, we'll say, the numbers associated with the Social Security program. And then let's go back. We'll have a history lesson. Social Security was founded almost 90 years ago. Wow. Well, 90 years ago, the idea was that someone could run out and take Social Security at age 65. And, and the life expectancy for people at that time was 64, you know, it was, it was that kind of a deal where they said, Hey man, if someone gets to 65, we put them on the dole. We, we pay them for a year, two, three years. Hey, this is a cool deal. You know, the house gets to collect all this money. We don't have to give much out on the back end. Well, what's happened since then, Tony? Well, uh, our longevity has increased, right? Yeah, We're living longer absolutely. and longer. That's a big absolutely. Factor. If you look at the Social Security Administration's life expectancy tables that they use for all their calculations, they have the average adult living into their low to mid 80s. So all of a sudden we have this massive increase in life expectancy over the 90 years since this program has been created. And the government has only taken micro steps to try to mathematically deal with that in the program. So instead of it being a 65-year-old, now it's a 66 or 67-year-old. So they've skewed things slightly. But the reality is, if life expectancies continue to increase, those numbers will need to change. I mean, I would look at someone like myself, Tony, and say, mm, it wouldn't surprise me if all of a sudden they made my full retirement age instead of 67, you know, 69, 70, 71, something like that. Just by doing that would significantly skew the numbers and, and put the system back intact again. The other, the other variable that everybody hates, Tony, is we could raise taxes. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to hear one, that. Right? Yeah. So right now, you know, it's like roughly $128,000 income is the most that you would pay Social Security tax on. So for the fine folks that make over that, you know, if you make a million dollars a year, you only pay social security tax up to that $128,000 threshold and the rest you don't. So the thought is, is if you increase that number to 150,000, 200,000, or heck, if you want to be scary, you uncapped it, all of a sudden the social security system would be flooded with a lot more money. So there's a lot of ways to address social security that are, it's going to more so impact the young folks, but yeah, one way or another, I wouldn't allow the fear of Social Security going bye-bye to be the reason that you run out and take it early. Mm. So well, there you go. Sure. And so step taking two, it er ta by taking it early, you could be losing out on tens of thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands. Tons it, of dollars. Of course, it, it's, uh, you know, everybody's situation is different, so there's no one right time to take it. So, you know, in our next segment, I want to ask, how do you help people determine when the right time is to take their social Good. security? We'll talk about that some more, but we do have to take a quick break. Sure. Uh, Mike, is there anything you want to add before we do for our listeners? Yeah, look, social security is the foundation. It's the cornerstone. It's the beginning starting piece of any puzzle. This is how you build your retirement plan. You need to understand social security. You need to maximize your social security. You need to get the most out of it because the more you get out of social security, the less you have to find in your own pocket. If you haven't done any social security planning, give me a call, 805-500-7035. I will run a free complimentary, no-cost social security maximization analysis 
I will help you understand specifically when you should file for Social Security, how much you, you would collect, how much you would get over your lifetime, help you understand the tax liabilities, earning penalties, but also it'll help you understand the math behind all the decisions. So if you did take it at 62 or 70 and all those things, what would it look like? This is complimentary, no cost, Social Security planning. You need this. Give me a call. This is what I do. 805-500-7035. We'll be right back after this. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? Many factors influence your benefit. Depending on your unique situation, there are filing strategies that may affect your benefit. Let the Lind Group provide you with direction to this decision by claiming your complimentary guide to Social Security. Give our office a call at 805-500-7035 or visit us online at thelindgroup.com. And now back to Financially Tuned with Mike Mansfield. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our amazing host, Mike Mansfield of The Lind Group and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Mike, you've been talking about Social Security and some of the myths surrounding it. Uh, so talk to us about how we determine when the right time for us, because it's different for everybody, right? That's totally true, Tony. Everybody's situation is unique. It's easy for us to talk about the numbers and the facts, but you as the end user, you the filer of Social Security, we need to understand your situation. If you have a shorter than normal life expectancy, for example, that could have a significant impact on us wanting to file earlier versus later. So there's things to evaluate. But you know, one of the myths from this article that I thought was good is it's titled, my marital status doesn't affect my decision. And what a big myth that is. I have that walk in my door all the time is I have a husband and wife and one of them's filed for social security and I ask them why and they say, well, I blah, 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 something like that. And really the answer is, oh, I'm not working. I thought I'd take it. No big deal. When you're dealing with a two person household, Social security planning is so important because remember when two people are alive, Tony, you got two checks coming in, right? Each person's got a social security check coming in. But when the first person passes away and we don't know who that is, is it this one or that one? We don't know who's going to die. But when someone dies, very typically the higher of the two social security checks remains and the smaller one goes away. That's there's some things associated with that that could change that. But that's the core idea for most people. And so if we have the higher earner, the higher social security check, potentially kind of person run out and take their social security early. Well, what they've done is they've shortened and minimized that survivorship benefit for the surviving spouse. They've really shot them in the foot. And that is what I think is so impactful. I would say that typically when I'm goofing around with social security survivorship options, if you time things correctly, I'd say mathematically more often than not, we see an extra $10,000 a year of social security income for the surviving spouse. The timing, timing, timing really matters. If you are married, don't think about taking social security based on your own situation. You think about it based on the household. What is best for the household? What is best for my spouse? What is best for my loved ones? That's what matters. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. You got to put your family yeah. first, right? I mean, obviously you want to make the right decision, but uh, how and when you take your social security is definitely going to affect your spouse if you have one. 
it's it's huge tony and this is one of the the fundamental failures that people have is they they shoot their spouse in the foot like i said um because they don't think about that survivorship option and so remember if you're married if you're in a two-person household collecting social security everybody listening you all have a universal problem that universal problem is the household is guaranteed to have a diminishing income someday when someone dies the household will lose income. And I've heard it all. I've heard all the arguments of, well, if someone dies, then, you know, we'll need less and less food and less this and that. Which in in part is true. But remember, in life, things are always inherently more expensive. Every year, your Medicare premiums go up. You know, every year, foods and gases and all these things go up. Healthcare costs go up. So to say that my loved one can survive on less is probably not a very fair assessment. If anything, it's a little rude. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a good point. And I know, you know, you address this uh, in your book and you've talked about it on the show before, but uh, you do have a social security maximization report that you can run for people uh, that they put in their personal information and it gives them an outline of when the best time to file would be for them to maximize their benefits, correct? That's very true, Tony. So what I do is I have a very specific social security analysis that crunches all the number, all the calculations. It takes into every aspect of the social security administration's program so that we can come up with the most efficient time to file. Now, granted, as a retirement income specialist, which is what I focus on, my specialty is helping you with retirement income planning. I take that information and then I start overlaying other ideas, tax planning, other sources of income planning to try to come up with a, with the most effective household solution. So we put a lot of time into this. Like I said, social security to me is not a place that as a financial planner, I make money, but to me, it is the most important piece of the puzzle before we get carried away on anything else. So it's, it's huge. It really is. Um, you know, a couple things I'm kind of just reading through these, um, these uh, myths from this article and it was funny because it was saying you can make an informed decision on your own is a myth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need help, right? <laughs> well, that's what it talks about is, is, is this article that's going through all these myths. It was on CNBC. Is it saying, Hey, there could be a potential of $250,000 for an individual depending on bad social security claiming decisions. And that huge amount of money is because you didn't properly take into account the assumptions with couples and survivorships and all this stuff we're already talking about. And then it was funny. Um, you know, it said it's hard, but it's something that requires attention. It requires you to meet with a financial professional and talk to somebody that really knows what they're talking about. And then it says in quotes here from some study, it says the big mistake is asking uncle Harry at the family picnic about what he did and then doing what he did. Friends and families make terrible financial planners. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's where you come in. I mean, this is a good plug for you because you've been doing this for years and helped so many people. You've seen all the ins and outs and know about all the myths, uh, misconceptions, et cetera, yeah. and the benefits of the different strategies that can be utilized. I, I think that's really important. That's totally true, Tony. And you got to find the right guy. You got to know the right person, the right financial professional that even focuses on this stuff. Because look, I have people that walk in my office all day long. 
that have made bad inefficient decisions. I've got new people that I'm working with right now and they're, they're working with, with somebody at, um, I guess I won't say the name, but it was funny because the guy just took his social security and he's at an age where he could have taken spousal benefits and delayed his own and done all this cool stuff. But his financial professional said, yeah, sounds good. You should do it. And now I'm in the process of undoing the mess and trying to help them redo it in a more effective manner. You have to work with a specialist. Look, if you found out you had a major ailment, if you found out, Tony, you had cancer, are you just going to go talk to your, your, your pediatrician about it? Or are you going to try to go find the best stinking cancer doctor in the area and see what they have to say? Well, I'm going to go find the expert. Exactly. I, you know what, when I was in high school and in college and in the army and all those places, I certainly never thought at this point in my life, I would be some kind of weird, beautiful mind on social security. But for some reason, that's where I am. This is what I do. This is what I understand. I help people all day long with social security maximization. It's very effective. It's huge. The laws have changed a lot since 2015. So once again, you got to work with people that stay up to date on the nuanced rules and the changes and how this stuff works. You really need effective advice. You know, one of the other things as I was looking at the, uh, this, this column of myths, one of the myths they had listed is your social security record is always accurate. And good golly, is that a myth? And I come across this all the time. You know, I talk about it in my seminar. I met a guy a few years ago. Um, that in 2000, I think it was 2012 and 2013 on his social security earnings record, he had zeros listed as his income when those two years he made about $80,000. Well, that, that affects your social security record because your benefit amount is based on 35 years of earnings. They're calculating stuff. So having those goose eggs in there ain't so good for stuff. Right. So I tasked him to go deal with the IRS and the Social Security Administration to see who was going to update it, who was going to fix it and change it. And my understanding is that took almost six months for him to deal with. So if you walk into my office and say, Mike, Mike, it's the time, man. I'm, I'm ready to pull the trigger. Let's file. And we pull up all your information and we find there's holes and issues and inaccuracies. That's a problem. We all need to be proactively looking at this stuff and dealing with it. Technically, 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 if you find an error with your earnings record on the Social Security earnings, you have three years, three months, and 15 days from the end of that taxable year to get it adjusted correctly. So even if you don't have to file for Social Security for 10, 15, 20 years and you're listening to the show, you still need to be checking your Social Security. You still need to be understanding it. You need to set up a My Social Security account. You need to log in at least annually and see what the numbers are that they're using because you don't have a lot of time to repair damage from a fat finger. Yikes. So, you know, I, I know, but these are all the, these are, you know, they call them myths, but rather these are the pitfalls. These yeah. are the pitfalls that lead people to do things that are, are very ineffective. Remember, what is Mike Mansfield Financial Planner's job? to help you discern the appropriate path in case you accidentally live too long. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what's fundamental here. We're, we are living longer and longer. So you have to have something in place. You know, I have family members on my dad's side who live to a hundred and more. Really? That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. My grandfather's 97 and going strong. 
just but bought a new theme. <laughs> I kid you not. That's funny. But that's the thing though, right? Is is people have a tendency of becoming a little morbid morbid. Well, mom and dad lived this long and brr 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 and I'm there. It's all right. over for me. Well, what if you live longer? Huh? What if? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Are are you ah. are you prepared to be unemployed for twenty to thirty years? Oh, I know. Have you seen those E-Trade commercials where they they, <laughs> they have like the elderly going back to work? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of entertaining, but isn't that the point? You know, we want to we want to be morbid and say we're not going to live very long. I better take my social security at 62. And all of a sudden you find yourself at 87 saying, oh, man, I, I shouldn't have taken it so quickly. Whoops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to look at these things. So um, now we're we're almost out of time. We got a couple minutes left. Is there anything yeah. else you want to add before we go? Tony, I love what I do. I really do. I I view retirement income planning as a puzzle. It's all these pieces of the puzzle. And we've had analogies before with the puzzles and stuff like that, but I really look at it like that. For some reason, the way that my mind functions is I love staring at the pieces and saying, how am I going to use these pieces to glean out the prettiest picture? I do it all day long. I, if I can't sleep at night, I'm working on the puzzle pieces for everybody. I like the puzzle pieces. This is exciting to me. It's interesting to me. Social security is the cornerstone. Social security is just one piece of the puzzle in a much bigger bucket of puzzle pieces, you know, along with taxes and income and expenses and investing and Medicare and, and legacy planning and life expectancies. I mean, there's so many things that people need to be considering, but I really think that social security is, is such a great foundation to build off of. So if you're interested in social security maximization, if you're interested in proper, effective retirement income planning, heck, if you'd like a copy of my free book, How Your Financial Planner Failed You, which is a guide to proper retirement income planning, give me a call. 805-500-7035. You can visit my main website, thelindgroup.com. You can see all our ugly mugs, read about what we do. You can submit your information there if you would like. If you'd like to attend one of our uh, future social security workshops, at the moment we kind of do them every other month, but just give our office a call, 805-500-7035. Our front, our front person, Ray, she'll take your name, she'll put you on a list, and that way we'll let you know when the, when the next one's happening. But like I said, I love what I do. I like my time here on the air with Tony. We, we love all of our listeners. We appreciate all the votes we got this year for the, um, the Reader's Choice Awards. And, you know, we're just happy to be here. We're happy to share the airwaves and hopefully share some good information that helps you guys really understand where we're at. So feel free to give me a call, 805-500-7035. Otherwise, we will be back the same time, same place next week. And you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. 
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and The Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 